0: Hello, and welcome to Drunk Bitches in Politics, where bitches get drunk and talk politics. I'm Ray. I'm Mishy. And that bitch ain't even here. (laughs) No, we're having to do this all by ourselves. Oh my gosh, y'all. So, but we got y'all. We got y'all. I'm glad Mishy has confidence. (laughs) I'm just going to say, please be forgiving. Okay? Be forgiving.
1: Yes, we're the two musketeers today instead of being three. But we know how you drunk bitches get up when we don't deliver an episode. Oh my god, y'all are thirsty. So we're bringing y'all an episode. Kind of late, but better it late is. than
0: never, they say. You know, unfortunately, the the curse of being independent podcasters <laughs> is that we are also not full time podcasters. We have those stupid things called day jobs. We work for the man, honey. <sighs> and I works
1: hard for my money. Too hard for it, honey. <laughs>
0: It's on a summer.
1: <laughs> mm, I love it. Okay, so, Ray, do you have any idea what we're drinking today? I don't. Okay, well, we've got two very special bottles. Ooh. Do you want to know why these bottles are so special? <gasps> why are they so special, Mishi? Because they're sponsored. <laughs> they're sponsored by our super drunk delegate. Leo, You have guys have probably heard us talk about Leo the last couple of episodes. He's, like, at this point, a co-host who doesn't even come to the damn podcast. Uh, <laughs> and he actually gifted us a couple of bottles of wine. And it is the sweetest. Because, Ray, I love wine. But you know what I love more? Free wine. Yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so he definitely treated us. He gave me this gift bag with these bottles of wine, and he was like, I just wanted to support the podcast. I love listening to you guys, but he wanted me to tell you that you had requested a Venezuelan wine. He was like, bitch, that shit is too expensive. Oh, okay. This is good what you know. Good to know. <laughs> good you're
0: to know. Um, See, we don't even wander very far. That's why we have never noticed one is because... It's in the nice aisle it's that we don't get
1: to walk down. We, it's, it's out of our bougies. That's right. So he sent a note, and I'm going to read the note here. The horizontal aisles <laughs> of Total Wine, and we only get to go in the vertical. In the vertical. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was super sweet, and we handed it to me. I was like, oh, I almost started crying because I was like, this is so fucking sweet. Um, so I'm going to read this note. Damn, Michelle, for not being here. You're missing out, but I guess you'll hear about the note
0: through you the podcast. You better listen.
1: Better listen, Michelle. Aww. So it said, had to get some whistleblower wine for the next pod. Really excited to hear y'all cover the Orange Men's <laughs> expulsion from the White House. Cheers to all the impeachment parties and DBAP. Keep doing your thing, ladies. Your fan. Leo, ah, love Aww. it. Thank you, Leo. We love you, Leo. Oh my God, this is so sweet. Like when you have people who support you like this. Yes. Oh, I feel so famous oh, and important thank you. and loved. You're the sweetest, Leo. All right, Ray. So which one do you want to go with? Because we got two choices. Um, I'll, you pick one, and I'll talk about that one. And then we'll, when we pop the next one, we'll talk about
0: it then. Okay. I feel like we got to go with the Pinot Noir. You want to go star. With
1: Shooting Star? Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. So we're gonna start with the Maomi. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Pinot Noir. Is Italian? Because you know it's Mayomi. Uh, Mayomi. <laughs> <laughs> it is a vintage at 2017. Ooh. And Leah actually put a sticky on here, and it kind of like flew away. So, but I did look this up, and then the the price point. But this Mayomi Pinot Noir is about 25 bucks a bottle. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. And they say that on the back of the bottle, it is pronounced to May-O-Me. So, so the O,
0: the emphasis is like on the O. o. o.
1: Yeah, may o Yes, and it means to coast, honey. <laughs> and apparently, it's in the language of the California Wapo tribe. So it's not. It's not. All it's right. not. Italian. It's an American. It's a It's American. American. They say that it truly symbolizes symbolizes the origin of this Pinot Noir. H of is the vineyards chosen from the Maui, offers the best expression of their appellations along the California coast. You know we love a California variety on here. Hainty, yes. So this wine is going to be very layered. It is apparently, it's got a combination of Santa Barbara spice filled aromas. That's something we've never had. Oh like. my goodness. Santa Barbara, that's some rich bitch shit. Um, and uh, Sonoma's bright berry flavors and Monterey's rich texture. So let's, woo, this carefully crafted so that these characteristics continue to enhance and build on each other for an evocative and memorable peanut. should the star. star. All right, Ray. So, would you like
0: to take a guess? Okay, I'm gonna play Michelle for a second. 14.2?
1: That's
0: her guess. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's a good, what she guesses every time.
1: That's a good Michelle
0: impression. <laughs> nope. And I think it's gonna be lower because I don't know shit. Uh, 13.8. Really close. Ooh, yes,
1: yeah. because it is a bolt. And it is a dry, a little bit on a spicy. <laughs> this is not. I'm never retaining any of this. It's gonna have those jammy notes that we talk about when we talk about a dry and spicy. So this is a really good mm-hmm. fall wine since it's like we're pumpkin patch season. <laughs> um, this is a really good fall wine with the spice notes and the darkberry okay. and the jammy flavors. Uh, so let's let's get ready to crack this baby. A
0: cracker. Okay.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, that smell. Beautiful well, you know what? The color. The great thing
0: about having only two of us here so today. We're about to get fucked get up. <laughs> Should we pour some out for our homie? <laughs> we're, not, no. we're not wasting wine
1: on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink Sorry, on your Michelle. We'll drink on your behalf though, boo. More for us. Ooh. Ready taste that. Couldn't even
0: wait, wait to smell it. I mean, oh. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to taste it. I didn't wait. I didn't even smell. Super smooth. Oh, I love that smell. Mm. Jammy. It is jammy. Mm. There you go. Delicious.
1: And it's dry. Very
0: smooth. Mm-hmm, oh but my But very gosh. smooth.
1: Super delicious. Leo, you did good, honey. You did good.
0: See. I was doing good with my little 10, 11, 12 dollar price points. And now you're bringing me into the good stuff.
1: Yes, the good shit. This is good stuff. Mm. Mm. well. That is delicious. Thank you, Leo. By request, right? Let's get into this shit. We've got so much shit going on. Bitch, hold on. Oh cuz like, I mean, I mean, can I chug cuz I am
0: just well, We don't want to waste this. I mean, we don't want to <sighs> chug this wine. But it's, we'll just sip.
1: Bitch, I'm stressed.
0: I know. It's a lot. Another episode Ooh. that could be titled It's a lot. Do we already
1: have one of those?
0: We do. Damn. We do. What episode number is this?
1: 27? 26?
0: 26. It's
1: 26. 26. Oh, cheers to 26 episodes, right?
0: <laughs> All
1: right, let's get into the fuck shit.
0: Okay. I think we got to start with Amber Geiger.
1: You want to start with Amber Geiger?
0: Yes. And the reason why is I feel like that is the darkest story, okay? Because y'all know we're going to talk about whistleblower and the impeachment inquiry, okay? You know we're going to get to that, but we all know that we have this Schadenfreude about it. Like we are gleefully excited about this, and this trial is not not so much. So we are going to like pull the bandaid off. Yes, we're going to we're going to hit that one first because it's it's a tough one.
1: It's, it's been a hard couple of weeks, so we went to, well, hard week, really, and then this week, because we're recording on a Monday today. We're
0: recording Monday, which is normally the day you guys are getting episodes. So, our bad. Yeah, so we're like four days behind schedule. We normally record on a Friday night.
1: So, I don't know if you've been watching some of this. Yes. But I've been, my ears have been glued to the freaking live streams, just listening to all of the expert testimony, um, all of the witness testimony, and Amber herself ended up taking the stand mm-hmm. on Friday. So we'll kind of like dissect this and how it started. So okay, so
0: let's take it. Let's go a step back, right? Because I know most of our listeners, y'all are local, and, um, and some are not. But there are quite a few of you that are not. Right. So if you are not from the Dallas area, you may not be familiar with this story.
1: Right, you may you may not be, but it's been making big news. So, but we'll, it has. We'll cover it. Okay. So, so, in September, I believe it was September 11th. God, I hate that date. Um, September 11th of last year. Has it really been a year? It has been a year. Unbelievable. Just all the things on September 11th. Gosh, it was. I believe it was September 11th. Uh, Botham John or Bothham Jean, however you want to pronounce it. I've heard two different variations. Got off of work. It was a long day. It was the first um, football game of the season. Mm. He couldn't fucking wait to get in and just chill. Um, He got into his house, made himself a big old bowl of ice cream, had his phone, his laptop, his blanket, getting ready to sit on the couch and watch the game and just relax like, you know, like anybody would do at the end of the day. Right. When you get home from work, you take off your bra, you take off your drawers, whatever, and you sit and you get to fucking relax in your house. Right. And sometimes I've done... I don't know the, what the story is about what was going on with Bo's door. But it was unlocked. There's some debate on whether it was... Ac- if it was actually a jar or if it wasn't. But we do know for a fact that it was not locked. Okay. Because Amber walked right in into the apartment and just shot him. And she says that she... Th- Per the nine one one call that she made, was that she thought it was her apartment because that's what she kept repeating was and that was he her was apartment. An intruder. Yes,
0: so everything
1: else kind of falls in places with the story because then we find out.
0: Well, that, let me stop you for just a second because I think you're missing, you're leaving out a really important piece. Is okay. that she is a police officer?
1: Oh, that's right. I was yes. gonna get to that. She yes. she
0: she's a Dallas former Dallas Police Department. She was. Active duty, or she was an active duty police officer at the time of this. She's no longer. And
1: the thing that's absolutely absurd was that she was actually coming from de-escalation training that day. So for her to be coming from de-escalation training to walk into what she thought was her apartment and just open fire on someone was like, it's, it's pretty incredible. So it turns out that Amber was on her phone with her partner. She had been texting and got distracted or whatever the case. Sexting.
0: Partner in more than one way.
1: Yes, she was having an affair with her partner who was married. Um, not here to yuck anyone's yum or We're not whatever. Flat on that, hun. But she got so distracted which was very interesting because she kept saying, "Oh, I was so tired. I had worked by the time it was Thursday, I had to 44 hours. Bitch, 44 hours on a Thursday is not anything that's groundbreaking. There are people no. out there who are working 80 nurses work 12-hour shifts every day. That by the time it's like fucking Thursday, they're getting close to like 75, 80 hours.
0: Many doctors work 24-hour shifts.
1: Have they ever taken a scalpel and fucking cut someone's throat in the middle of the fucking road? No. Like, I don't... It's just ridiculous, and it's almost as if you want to advocate that, like, maybe police officers shouldn't carry their service weapons. They should leave them at the station when they're leaving work. You know what I mean? If we're going to end up with situations like these. But anyway, so she shoots Bo, and she's recorded by several people and overheard um, kind of like panicking and walking back and forth in the hallway Right. Instead of administering aid, which she had a whole bag full of first aid supplies in on her person, like on her actual person.
0: And it's my understanding also that that police officers are trained to be able to do CPR. Oh, absolutely. They go through first aid training, all of that stuff. So it's not like you or I did this and nope. maybe don't know what to, to do. do. Right. So they're trained to render
1: aid. And actually, she said that she tried to do... Some compressions on his chest, one handed compressions. I don't know how you can do, um, she go, She said she tried to do, uh, the one handed rubs or call them sternum rubs. And she'd seen like firefighters do it or whatever the case. And then when confronted with the fact that she had been trained to do CPR, she was like, yeah, but like on a dummy. But like everybody's trained to do CPR on a dummy. Not, and because like, you're
0: not trained to do it on a real person, right? Because
1: you'll, Break their ribs. Right. I'm not... I don't fucking understand what she was talking about. So she's... There's a couple of things going on. She lives on the third floor, but she actually parks on the fourth floor. And her and Bo's apartment are directly on top of one another. So she would live a level down. Okay. He would live up. So she goes all the way up there. And there are all these signs that she missed because apparently people going to the wrong apartment... ...was a thing in this apartment complex... ...because people just like, I don't know, fucking get distracted or whatever... ...and they would go to the wrong floor every time... ...but when they had... ...the prosecutor had some... ...neighbors come and testify... ...those who had gone into the wrong apartments or whatever... ...and the thing that they kept saying was that... ...after a while, you realized that something was wrong... ...like it didn't smell the same or... I would think um, as soon as you walked in... ...right, as soon as you walked in or whatever... And there were so many things that Amber missed. One, how different the parking lot looks from the third floor to the fourth floor. Okay. And how she walked in, and apparently Bo had this big-ass bright red mat, which was actually, actually, actually shown in court today. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is, I'm talking Santa red. And it's sitting right. You cannot miss it. It is... You know how I, like your mat is kind of like gray with little tones of green, yes. and it's got like dirt from being like
0: people rubbing Don't on judge it. Me, I'm but not thank judging you. you. Okay, just, they just <laughs> mowed today. They blew stuff I'm on just,
1: it. But I'm saying it's really easy to miss because when we have those ones Fucking that are shame me. <laughs> sorry, <to> me. <laughs> but I'm saying after a while they all kind of look the same, right? right? If they're the same color scheme. But this was like a bright Santa red, like yes. the reddest mat. And apparently his neighbors were making fun of him for it because it was just one of those things that stuck out. Mm-hmm. And even Amber herself testifies to being able to fill in a mat between her feet as she's walking in. But she's she's texting. And I'm I'm not here to slut shame anyone, but this is someone who was saying, I was so exhausted. I was so fucking tired. But the text message that she didn't the text messages she didn't delete that we were able to get or her telling her partner, Oh, I'm so horny. Which I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but right. sis, if you're tired enough to shoot somebody, you ain't got enough energy to hop right. on a dick, baby. If I'm you just- are
0: so tired that it has <clears throat> distracted you, then you wouldn't have been sending these types of messages because that's the last thing on your mind. Right. But her defense was that at that point, their affair was pretty much
1: over. This was something that they just would say to each other with no intention
0: of which, like, honey, let me tell you something. <clears throat> you a lie. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. You ain't got to lie. <laughs> and if I remember right, I saw that she didn't have a mat at her apartment. No. So that's another thing. So not just the fact that feeling a mat underneath your feet that you don't notice, but you're a cop. Aren't you supposed to have some kind of uh, ability to look at stuff? I mean, I'm just saying, when you when you chasing some dick, you're distracted. Um,
1: She was distracted. And I mean, I would have been distracted too. I'm just saying... The, the problem is not Amber being distracted enough to the point where she doesn't know she's on the wrong floor. It's making an active decision of saying, oh, shit, this door is open. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to shoot to kill, which is something she admitted to on the
0: stand. So, yes. Yeah, so talk to us a little bit about that. So she is at the door. She realizes it's unlocked because like you, you... It had, they had uh, hotel key card types. Right. So not a key like most of us have. Yes. Um, it's so a that, fob type key. It's a fob. So you're waving it in front like of a hotel. Door. Uh-huh. And it would
1: register. It uh, turn red
0: or turn green and then right. you would go in. And the fact that it was already. Ajar. Ajar. Per or, her. Per her. Yeah. She didn't use it. She did not use it. She, Well, she says that she waved it
1: on the door, but the door was already ajar. Okay. And then that's when she thought, oh, well, this is crazy, so I'm going to walk in. Right. And then she walks in, and then she says as she's walking in, she sees a shadow of a person coming towards her, and she goes, hey, put your hands up. And then he says, hey, 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 or whatever, and she just shoots.
0: So when she walked in the room... Mm -hmm. Did she say she had her gun or walked into the apartment? Oh, she had already. So, before she opened that door. She had already unholstered. Because she
1: had already said when she saw that the door was open, she had, these were her words, she had every intention to neutralize the threat. So, she goes into the, which, the whole thing is truly perplexing. Because Amber is said to have had a hallway table. I don't know what you call those little. Like an entryway table. Like an entryway table. So she walks in and it's not there anymore. And keep in mind, like, if the TV is on, whether it was paused or not, there's going to be some light coming in. Right. So you can, it's not like it's pitch fucking black in there to where you can't even see the layout of your furniture. So right. you think that you walking in and all of a sudden your doorway table is not there the furniture has been moved all around. Right. The TV may or may not be the same size. The TV may or may not be the same size, and you don't notice any. You don't notice any of these things, and that is the. I think what the prosecution was trying to get at was that for a police officer, she was negligent in so many ways. Like one of the ways that they talked about was that usually when a police officer needs like immediate help, they don't pick up a cell phone and call nine one one. No, they use the radio. Right. She picked up the cell phone and called nine one one, and then started texting her partner, going, "Oh, I fucked up. I need help," and all of these things. And then there were some messages we weren't even able to retrieve because they erased them or they were sent through Snapchat, so they weren't being they weren't able to be retrieved. It's it's the fact that she seemed to have been worried about herself, exactly, because if she had used that radio. Maybe they could have gotten there faster, put the cell phone down instead of pacing in the hallway. She was recorded pacing in the hallway.
0: I saw that. She video. should have been
1: doing compressions on Bo Right until the paramedics arrive to administer aid and take over for her. She didn't do any of that. He just
0: laid there. Um it makes you wonder if because he was the only other witness.
1: He was the only other witness. And she just was like, Fuck it. Right. We don't know because right. the evidence shows us That she didn't do her very best to save his life. Right. She didn't. She put more effort into trying to get a hold of her bae than she did into trying to saving him. And even one of the things that the prosecutor said that I thought was like, wow, gut-wrenching, is that she's sitting outside in her squat car as they're taking Bo's body out. The coroner comes and then he takes his body out. She's sitting directly in front of the stairs. And she's on her phone texting the whole entire time. And she's caught on dash cam camera, like texting. And he confronts her about that. She goes, Well, no, I wasn't texting. He goes, I can literally see your fingers moving. They're carrying a man's body out and you're sitting in your car texting. And this was a pattern with Amber was that I noticed that when she was on the stand, she cried a lot for herself, not for Bo. Um when she cried it was more so about how sorry she felt for herself. Like, Mm -hmm. she kept going, I never want anybody to go through what I went through. What you went through, Amber? What you went through? And that's what she... And then something that she said that was so fucking troubling was that she said, I wish it was him that had the gun and he shot me. What image are you trying to put out there? Like, what are you trying to convey? I don't understand
0: so um, strange.
1: It's not as if we don't have already have, like, negative stereotypes. And I kept noticing that the defense kept trying to, like, talk about, oh, how big he was and how, like, big and black he was. Okay, yeah, but he's the one that's dead. And he was the that's one who was in his fucking house. And I had even written on Facebook one of the things that was, like, super frustrating to me. It seemed like all of these witnesses who came who were law enforcement or whatever were kind of trying to give Amber an out. So there's the state trooper, because for those who don't know, in an effort to keep the integrity of the investigation... It was asked that an outside agency come in and investigate so that DPD didn't have to investigate this murder on right. themselves. So they called the Texas Rangers okay. to come in and oversee the investigation. Which is
0: our state police force. Right. Not the ba- not the baseball team. Y'all. It is our Space Force. <laughs>
1: so they came they came in and they investigated and then they decided to bring charges. And so it was really surprising to see this guy who led this investigation say he didn't feel like a crime had been committed. So why did you suggest to bring charges, sir? I'm not understanding. And then his whole thing was that he had had time to look at the case afterwards. And it just, the whole thing just felt really wrong. And it rubbed me the wrong way that you're the one that literally suggested that we should file charges uh, of manslaughter. Because that's what we had at first was manslaughter. And then after public outcry, we ended up at murder. And he said he didn't feel like... A crime had been committed, which, I mean,
0: are you kidding me? A person walks into your house for any reason and shoots you. A crime has been committed. A a, a big crime has been committed. It's up to, you know, the powers that be to decide which level of crime has been committed. But a chargeable offense has Mm -hmm. been made. Yes. And then they bring in this (sighs) ballistics
1: expert who... She didn't. She seemed to be an expert in not
0: knowing shit. To be quite honest with you, well, I've seen the staircase. I don't trust anybody's expert's witness right. anymore.
1: So she comes in and she goes. She per her uh, tests, she wasn't even able to verify that the gun that shot Bow came from Amber's gun.
0: Which makes no sense because Because, why is that even disputed? Amber has admitted that she shot him. She
1: admitted that she shot him, but it was like, it was just kind of, you know, and the state has the burden for beyond a reasonable doubt. You know Uh what I mean? It's Uh like beyond a reasonable doubt. So it's like, it almost felt as like wherever they could cloud anything or create any sort of doubt, wherever they could, which is it was useless to do it at this point because we know she shot him.
0: Yeah, that's not been disputed by anybody except this one right. And she ex- was quote unquote expert. And she's was just, her whole thing was like she's not
1: saying that she didn't shoot him. She's just saying her tests weren't able to verify. it was inconclusive that that bullet came from that gun. and so. I was like, okay. So you mean to tell me that you need to get fired and we need a different for like or
0: the bullet was so damaged or something like that? Like, give me a reason why this thing could happen.
1: It and it's one of the things was what another what other people were saying is that it should have been that difficult to determine given how close range it was shot. So it wasn't it's not like this bullet traveled so far to get right. to Bo and. So that was the whole thing, and there were a lot of other things that this expert had been asked that she was just unable to determine. So I was kind of frustrated because she was a witness for the, that was called by the state. Yeah. But it felt like every single person who was in law enforcement just kept trying to give her an out. The only people who got on the stand who were really like, okay, yeah, even this were some of the neighbors who testified for the prosecution. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, I did that at one point in time. I was on the wrong floor, but it didn't smell right and it didn't look right. And after a while, it sh- shit just didn't seem okay. Um, and then there was another guy who testified for the defense, which was crazy. And he gave an alternate. He said he went in and he went into an apartment that belonged to a woman. And this was after walking his dog. And the prosecutor asked him, though, like, was there anything different when you walked in? He was like, yeah, there was a purse there on the counter and he was like and you didn't think that was weird and then he goes well i have a roommate so i thought maybe he had a lady friend and i was like oh okay that's i'll give you that Diable. yeah but then he asks him the prosecutor does and he goes did you smell anything different he was like yeah the apartment was overwhelming it smelled overwhelmingly of mildew and he was like did it smell like that before you left he was like no it didn't but that's not what i thought about i just thought oh god something stinks in here i have to take it out and he was like, at that point, nothing stuck out to you at all about... That is so
0: strange. It was
1: so... Like, it is
0: so weird. And... Like, I I live in apartments. I've lived in a lot of different apartments. Several mm-hmm. that are multiple floors. Right. And I have lived on the third floor and walked up to the second floor. And walked towards my door, stood in front of it, and there was something about it that didn't look right. They right. had... um. In this case, they had, like, a little hanging thing next to their door. Right. So I was just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Keep moving. Right. But you... I've got to think you're just more aware, you know? And it's you so look, crazy. And the idea that people are like, everybody says this happens because of these, you know, all the apartments, all the doors look alike and everything. Bitch, welcome they to look like apartment. The, right. It's like... Your the, apartment complex looks like that. Uh, yes.
1: Everybody's fucking... And I have actually had... A lady walking on me, living my best life. Quinn had just gone downstairs real quick. He didn't lock the door. Mm -hmm. Went to the car. She was moving in. So she ended up walking in on me in all my glory. Um, I was wearing my sweats and a sports bra, granted. Thank God. But it was... was, We were both so shocked that we just stood there and looked at each other for a second. (laughs) And she was like, oh, hey, I'm so sorry. It's actually my door on the other side. She was like, I came in through the stairs... The first time on the other side. But Mm -hmm. this time I came in through the other side. I got mixed up. I was like, that's cool, sis. But she didn't even step in. The moment she opened the door, she was like, "Oh, this isn't right. This is weird. Right? And I was happened to be standing in the hallway. And that's one of the things that the prosecutor pointed out was like, well, to this gentleman who was saying, well, it happened to me. It smelled like mildew. He said, well, what happened next? And he said, well, a young lady came out. And then she just kind of stood there and looked at me. And... I just wanted. That's when I realized. And prosecutor was like, not any of the furniture, not the layout, anything, nothing that stuck it's out so to you. So strange. And he was like, no, it wasn't until she came out. That sounds like a clueless fucker right and there. I know.
0: <laughs> and then, but he... Good a- thing he knows which dog is his.
1: Right. <laughs> but then he asked him an important question. He goes, so did you shoot her? Oh. And I was like, oh oh oh, 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 bitch, I was sitting there clutching my goddamn pearls because I was like, Yes. And there have been some sassy moments in this trial that I've been living for. Um, The judge, for one. (laughs) You know I love me a black lady judge, honey. She's letting everybody have it. First of all, she's tired of everybody's shit. She's tired of y'all coming up in here acting like y'all didn't go to anybody's law school. and Y'all don't know the fucking rules. And she's so sick of having to correct y'all. Like, when the defense tried to bring in an expert Uh who was going to testify... On possibilities, she she was two seconds from going. Bitch, are you? Where did you go to school? Cause we won't have your ass disbarred. You're coming oh in God. here to bring in an expert to tell us on what's possible. Well, I could tell you with anybody in this motherfucker could tell you what's possible. We need somebody who's gonna give us scientific evidence based on their credentials that they are the person that is well versed on doing this, and you wanna bring in an expert to tell us. How something is possible. Well, right. bitch, anything is possible. Right. What the fuck right. is your point? So that expert ended up actually, his testimony being thrown out. Good. And him being asked not to uh, testify in front of the jury, period. Like he, the entire witness, she was like, throw the damn witness in the trash. Okay, we're
0: done. But how much of what he was going to say did they hear?
1: They weren't in there. They did. Oh, so They were, okay. just, they okay. were just going okay. through the the process of just like, Hearing him and making sure that he actually is an expert on what they were trying to say. Because the argument is, Amber, the prosecution says Amber shot Bo while he was sitting down. Mm -hmm. Amber says she didn't shoot him while sitting down. But the, the coroner says that the trajectory of the bullet is consistent with someone who was shot while either crouched down or sitting. Like, he was not fully standing. Okay. Because... He's much taller than her, Mm-hmm. so she would, in order to shoot on the in the chest, she would have had to shoot up if he was up, and the angle
0: would. Have and been the, the angle a different would have been angle. different,
1: but he was shot like if so someone shot at him,
0: either in, sitting on his couch or, or, crouching, down, or crouching or hiding. Which hey, someone is got their gun, gun at you, right. I'm, I'm gonna be dropping
1: right. And a lot of some of the stuff that was really hard to watch in this trial was watching all of the videos. Like, they had videos of the police coming and trying to resuscitate him. I saw and, where that was aired, and it, yeah. they were supposed
0: to issue a warning to the his parents, parents that were there. And they didn't. They didn't, and it
1: was very graphic. It was very devastating, because he, I mean, they didn't hide a single thing. They showed everything, and he was just laying there. You Ugh. could tell that it was just done. And, I mean, it is so devastating. So, they had closing arguments today. Um... The defense only had one day, which was Friday of last week, I believe. Nick came right out of the gate with Amber on the stand and all was she she thought up all of these things in her head about how he was gonna rape her and then kill her, but yet she went into this apartment that the door was ajar and when prosecution asked her, Why didn't you just call for backup? Why didn't like, you call
0: maintenance? Why didn't you call someone who could go into the apartment As if a police officer, you might know that when people experience these things, that they should call the police. Right. You're a police. Now, granted, I know you're an officer, but if your concern was that this person was going to rape you and whatnot. If you're that fucking scared,
1: call for backup. She didn't. She decided that she was going to neutralize the threat. So she went in there with every intention to kill, which I think that. The prosecution had every intention of getting her to admit this on the stand because it was an issue that they kept pressing. hmm Was asking her, did she make the decision to shoot when she stepped in the door and saw Bo, Or had she made the decision outside before she went inside? And she admittedly, by herself, said that when she saw that their door was ajar and she went in, she had every intention of neutralizing the threat, and she was going to shoot to kill.
0: See, that's where you and I were talking about this, is that when they talk about murder mm-hmm. there has to be a premeditation
1: well apparently and not in so, the state of texas oh really That's, okay okay that is um what the prosecutor said today in closing arguments he was clarifying that because i was mistakenly under that impression that there has to be premeditation and um apparently per the, what the prosecutor said was they can charge her with murder without having been they can convict her of murder without there being any premeditation okay as long as she made an active decision at that moment that she was going to cause serious bodily harm to kill. And it was a conscious decision, and she had already admitted to that. So there is zero premeditation required for this murder charge. Okay,
0: so that definitely does change things, yeah.
1: Um, And another thing that they decided to do, they put another option on the table, which was manslaughter. And a lot of people thought that negligent homicide might be put on the table, but interestingly enough... They didn't even put that on the table.
0: And negligent homicide is the least of, of these it's things. The even least. it sounds bad. Yeah, right. You know, because it's got homicide in there. Right. But yeah, it's, it's the, the least, least of the things. Them. And what
1: one of the people was saying was like the court uh, reporters was saying that this was very likely agreed upon sometime before the trial. Right. Was that it was between the defense and the prosecution that it was going to be what they were seeking or the lesser
0: charge because she with the manslaughter she could walk away with probation which is insane because anybody else with manslaughter is looking at two to ten years i believe it it depends
1: like she has no criminal record she's a peace officer so all those things are going to be taken into account during sentencing because you're going to have the family testify and talk about how tragic this is she'll bring in character witnesses to talk about what an law-abiding citizen she is which i mean the prosecution totally not that i ca- like listen i don't give a fuck what people do if you're fucking someone's husband it's your prerogative that and i don't think yeah. that has anything to do with anything no. but to discount the fact that it assassinates your character to a certain extent in front of a jury i think would be like kind of naive mm-hmm. because it was a really big part of the prosecution's case was that the erasure of all of these like messages and all these things was to hide the conspiracy right and how far were they willing to go if she's picking up the phone to say hey you know help me with this how far was this deep going down into Mm -hmm. the dallas police department because from my understanding the dallas police department has a rule that partners cannot be together
0: Which just makes sense.
1: I mean, you're right. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, in any job, it's right. if you're screwing around, you kind of have to keep it on the low low because it just creates a crazy Mm -hmm. atmosphere at work. So, fast forward to today, defense closes. They argue. They make closing statements. And this is when the prosecution was saying, hey, you can charge her with murder. There's no premeditation needed here. This is someone who made an active decision. You can convict her of murder. Yes. They've already been charged with murder. Right. You can convict her of murder. This is someone who decided actively to walk into an apartment when she could have when she could have walked away. She made an active decision to go in there and neutralize the threat. Think about Bo. And he just was like painting the picture at home, sitting, getting ready to eat a bowl of ice cream, relax. And the next thing you know, someone's walking in and like firing shots at him. And then the defense is arguing that we have to look at this reasonably. That if she reasonably thought that it was her apartment, then
0: she had every right to reasonably act the way that she did. Which, and I, that's when they threw in the castle doctrine. Right. And the which whole, which is just, it is so fucking baffling. So the it, castle doctrine right. is that basically you can defend your home. Yes. And so they're saying that they're trying to argue that because she felt it was her home, She could defend it. She could defend it lethally. And the prosecution
1: argued that that does not work for the intruder. That only works for the homeowner. So you don't get to be the intruder... Even if you think that this your apartment, you're still st- an intruder. You're still an intruder, and then get to use the castle doctrine in your favor. He was mm-hmm. like, "That's not how
0: the law is applied here," because otherwise, a lot of B and E people are gonna be walking in, going, "Oh, this ain't my house. This ain't my I shit. I just meant to move my furniture." Oh, but you don't, you don't
1: mean to tell me that this penthouse belongs to me, darling. <laughs> I came here to live my best life. Um. So yeah, it was really a little bit ridiculous that that they're using that as a defense. And trying to talk about what's reasonable. Because even if Bo got up and walked towards Amber, no one is talking about how that's the most reasonable thing that anyone can do. Of the two people, Bo would have done the most reasonable thing. Is that if someone walks through your door, what are you going to do? You're going to get up and be like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? That's reasonable. Mm -hmm. Opening and discharging your fucking firearm and just shoot to kill... That is not reasonable. And I don't know how they're going to argue how reasonable that is. But anyway, we're waiting. They went to lunch around 1 o'clock. And then they started deliberating. And then I think they broke off for the day. So we'll be back tomorrow. Some people Mm -hmm. are saying that we'll very very likely get a decision by Tuesday tomorrow. And so we'll see. Maybe by the time that you hear this... We'll already have a verdict, and then Possibly, we'll, yeah. we'll come back to that. So, yeah, right. It's pretty crazy, and it's yeah, pretty heartbreaking. And, you know, yesterday here in Dallas, because this is a big deal in Dallas, mm-hmm. they had the red tie affair in honor of Bo, yesterday, Sunday, was actually his birthday. Oh, geez. Yes, so he would have turned 28. So he was ah. a young—he was born in 1991. He's just a baby, and he had accomplished so much. So they had a red tie affair. A lot of people came out said a lot of nice things and apparently this foundation has already done a lot of good work mm-hmm. like building wells uh, buying books for kids uh, back from where he's from just a lot of good work being done by this foundation a lot of celebrities went it was it was a good like you know good event and then fast forward to today we're waiting for a verdict so we'll oh. see we'll it's see. gonna
0: be a tough decision I, I, it is you know it it's it's scary. Because I know that just you and I talking about it is that in general, I think most people don't hold out a lot of hope that there's going to be justice. No. Because from the onset, his character was assassinated. Yeah. They started throwing out the fact that he smokes weed and that they were looking for drugs in the house. Right. I saw something today where she had previously complained about the smell of weed. Coming into her apartment, which honey, you were probably the one smoking it, but whatever. And then, um, when you
1: live in an urban city in an in like an urban flat condo type in downtown everybody Dallas,
0: smokes fucking. Weed. Everybody's okay. fucking smoking
1: weed, sis. Like, what is the issue?
0: I live un- underneath officer friendly, and our neighbors across the build in the building across from us smoke weed.
1: And I'm sure he doesn't care. He don't Especially no. when he's off the clock,
0: the last thing no. he wants to do is be on the clock. Yeah, the so only th- thing he cares about is my husband's noise, <laughs> complaining. Hey, TV too loud. TV too loud. Yeah, so, but the, but the, anyway,
1: the whole thing is that, like you said, right? trying to assassinate a man's character who mm-hmm. whose only flaw was being in his house with the
0: door open, right? Yeah, and that there was some kind of problem with his lock.
1: And, and can you imagine the one-off chance of that? How many... There are plenty of times that I've gone to bed and woke up in the morning and the fucking keys
0: oh, were outside. Oh my God, yes. I had... Well, I didn't have that. I've gone to bed and realized the next day we didn't lock the doors. Yeah. But I had a neighbor that used to live across the hall mm-hmm. at least twice. Mm-hmm. I walked in I walked to my door and had to knock on her door because like your she left keys her are keys outside. are out there. And we live on the ground floor. Yeah. And you know they always say the closer to the ground floor the, the greater yeah. yeah. And so you would think living on the third floor on um, the third floor. He shouldn't he should have felt safe at that. Is nobody's coming up the third floor um, to steal your shit. They had elevators. Right, but
1: still Right. It just the whole thing is so tragic. It and really it's like is. it was taking too soon. And like the prosecutor said it was like all of the bad shit came together that day it was like a perfect storm <sighs> of just bullshit. And yeah, we'll rest in peace to both.
0: Yep. All right, I think we need a good break right now. Okay. And uh, let's we'll come back and talk about some uh
1: some more shit.
0: <laughs> oh my god, we're back. Okay. Okay, so y'all, we have to get into the impeachment inquiry. Not, let's be clear, it's not an impeachment yet. No, we not have yet. an impeachment inquiry. Yes. And for people who don't know, mm-hmm. an impeachment inquiry is
1: basically an indictment.
0: Yes. Just yes. So, so let's kind of put this in, perspective. in terms of like the judicial system that right. we're a little more familiar with. So, yes, an impeachment inquiry is like an indictment. And the trial happens in an the Senate. And impeachment is the trial in the Senate. Well, so, an
1: impeachment is being found guilty. No.
0: No. Impeachment means that they are officially having your trial. You can then be removed from office. But because you cool. are impeached, because Bill Clinton was impeached, impeached but he was not removed from, office. removed from office. Okay. Right. That is correct. You're and so right that's about what that. most people think is when they go impeached, they're out. Right. And that's no, not the that's case. Not.
1: So yes, the, so you're right because actually the impeachment is the trial in the Senate. Yes. And then if you're found guilty, you're removed from right. office.
0: If you're not found guilty, right.
1: You and
0: on. Clinton. Was not found guilty. So he was impeached. But not but removed from, from office. office. And Nixon never was impeached, despite well, what most people think. He, he quit. Was a, before he was the, about to be. Yeah. He knew the writing on the wall. So he resigned before it right.
1: We won't it could get happen. so lucky. And I believe that all throughout history we've only had three impeachments. hmm Andrew Johnson, Which, for, who grade. I did my
0: paper on in the fifth grade. <laughs> and what was the reason behind his impeachment? Do you remember? I honestly couldn't even tell you. I say I did the paper, but I don't remember. Oh, damn right. But it was, it had something to do with shit around the time of the Civil War because Andrew Johnson was the one who took over. He was the vice president for Abraham Lincoln. Um, you guys are just thrilled with this conversation, I'm sure. Well, they want to know the history. But yes, yeah, he took over after Abraham Lincoln was killed. So Andrew Johnson was impeached because of high crimes and misdemeanors, and they said they adopted 11 articles of impeachment against him. It was for dismissing the Edwin Stanton from office after the Senate had voted not to concur with his dismissal appointing a new Secretary of War, appointing that Secretary of War without the required advice and consent of the Senate, conspiring with that new Secretary of War to unlawfully prevent the previous one from continuing in office, basically seizing, taking, and possessing the property of the United States in the Department of War. So what? So I- there's like 11 different things that all had to do with it, including... And this is hilarious. Making three speeches with intent to, quote, attempt to bring into disgrace, ridicule, hatred, contempt, and reproach the Congress of the United States.
1: So I don't have to tell you that all of this was really petty shit. <laughs> this is so petty. Because, oh my
0: God. From what I
1: gather here is that he was at odds with Congress over the number of vetoes he was vetoing that he was putting through and the guy that he actually replaced, Secretary of War Edwin Stanton, who was a Lincoln appointee, Was a guy who had sided with the radical Republicans, which was a faction of the party that favored enfranchisement and civil rights for freed African Americans. So this goes back to that, like, that flip side
0: thing where the Republicans Mm -hmm. were the good guys and the Democrats were the bad guys. Right. So... And he he, wasn't found guilty. So so. there you go, guys. Y'all got your little bit of history lesson. So number two to be impeached was none other than Bill Clinton for... Not just for getting a blowjob, but basically for lying about getting a blowjob under oath. Which is like... That's hating. I know. You're impeaching people for some consensual I sucky, know. sucky sucky. I mean... So there's, there's that. And then we have now... President ours, Trump. Who is under an impeachment inquiry. inquiry. And so... Um, which will turn a, into
1: proceedings soon because they were very decided. That they're they moving are so
0: set on this. So this is not just starting point. So I want to go through um, a timeline for y'all because I think there's a lot of shit that happened, and like we hear about it recently, and then they're throwing us back to things that happened in the past. Right. And I just feel like I know when I was going over this, I was like, "There's so much fucking information. So much shit has happened." Uh, and first, I want to give props to USA Today. <laughs> but they have done a really succinct timeline that I'm going to use.
1: Also, for people who want a little bit of background, listen to last week's episode, which was episode 25. 25. Where we talked about exactly how all of this shit started. Mm-hmm. So we cover the whistleblower, and this is how we end up here today. So go back yes. and listen to the last pod and then
0: jump into this
1: one because they right. all kind of are intertwined. Right.
0: So pause. All right, thank you for listening to episode 25 <laughs> again, in case you missed it. Welcome back. Okay, so the big question of what they are looking to do with this impeachment inquiry is to say, did Trump improperly pressure the Ukrainian president, I hope I can make my son-in-law proud, Volodymyr Zelensky, <laughs> Very nice. to investigate his political rival, Joe Biden, and his son Hunter, mm-hmm. As the Democrats believe he did, right? So, which Rudy admitted already, right? But we got to see if Trump did it. You know, he, he already admitted. Okay, to we it. know Rudy. Yes, that's true. Okay. <laughs> so here's the timeline. Okay, so this dates back to June 13th of this year. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, I think that this stuff might go over a lot better with the American people because it's a thing that's happening right now. Like, this isn't rehashing the 2016 election. This shit is happening right now. Exactly We're right. in the midst of this shit. And
1: that's actually what I wanted to say was, my fucking favorite thing about all of this is that it's so far removed from the whole Mueller investigation shit, but it's kind of the same fucking crime. So there's clearly a pattern same here. Same shit, different day. Yeah, same shit, different toilet. Whatever you want to call it. It is... Because people thought all oh, the Democrats because people wanted Democrats to impeach um based off of all the things that were happening with the Malay investigation Same shit different comrades <laughs> ah, episode title but the fucking what I love so much about this is that we're not relitigating 2016 Mm-mm. because we understand that this fucking president has committed a number of impeachment the right. offenses. And this one right here is my favorite because it has nothing to do with the Mueller investigation. But it only just kind of like re-solidifies the fact that, yeah, he's capable of doing something like
0: this. And he saw that he got away with it.
1: And then there's so. news, which we'll get into a little bit later, that this wasn't the first official he did this with.
0: Oh, no. That, he that popped it, out today.
1: That popped up today that he's done this with other. Uh, foreign leaders. Australia. right to get dirt. Ever heard of it? Oh, uh, it's so much real. Let's get into this okay. shit. Okay,
0: so we're going to go back in time. Let's hop in that Wayback Machine. We're going to go back to June 13th. Do you remember the time? <laughs> okay, so put your summer shoes on, your flip flops. And we're going to June 13th when Trump, during an interview with George Stephanopoulos, said that he would, quote, except damaging information on his political rival from a foreign government. Hey, Russia, if you're listening, exactly. give me some of them Hillary emails. Right. And then, June 21st, Giuliani tweets, because these fuckers use Twitter like press conferences. Oh, my God. So we will rely on them like their press briefings. He says, quote, The new president of Ukraine is still silent on investigation of the Ukrainian interference in the 2016 election and alleged Biden bribery of President (laughs) Poroshenko. 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 Time for leadership and investigate both if you want to purge how Ukraine was abused by Hillary and Obama people. End quote. Then we have July 18th, where an Office of Management and Budget official says that Trump issued instructions to suspend the U.S. aid to Ukraine. Now, if you're kind of wondering where we are in life, because everything feels like it happened a million years ago, but also yesterday, on July 24th is when Mueller testified. <laughs> okay, so this happened, this last point happened days before. And then the day after the Mueller testimony, July 25th. I'm opening candy, guys, because
1: this shit is so sweet. It's this tea is it's sweet and it's popping hot, honey. And I need I need some candy some jolly ranches to go with
0: this wine. Um, <laughs> mm. Okay, so the day after the Mueller testimony is when Trump calls Ukrainian President Zelensky. Urging him to fight corruption and suggesting that he investigates Democratic rival Joe Biden and his son Hunter, Hunter. who had business interests in Ukraine. He was serving on a board of a business, making fifty thousand dollars a month. But let's we'll not talk about that yet.
1: It was a gas company.
0: Yeah. Um, when he, and this was he was doing this. He was serving on this board when his father was vice president. And working closely with the Ukrainian government. Right. So Trump asked Zelensky to meet with Giuliani and Attorney General Barr for further discussion. Mm -hmm. So right there, I'm going to pause. Because the idea that Trump is asking his personal lawyer and, or sorry, is asking the president of the Ukraine Mm -hmm. to meet with his personal lawyer and U.S. Attorney General it's kinda weird. Yes. Okay, so and one of the things hmm. that's even extra extra weird is that
1: reports say that there's nothing to prove that Rudy Giuliani is actually the president's lawyer. He's not on any retainer that we oh, know he's of. He's
0: not. He doesn't take his word for it because he says he is right. Because but he's not in a president. He's not an official government. He's not a government official. He's, he's not married. But
1: no, he's not even a personal lawyer in the sense that he hasn't filed any papers on behalf of the president. He's not on any sort of retainer that we know of. He's a lapdog. Right, and that's what he is. And to, just to clarify a little bit for what you said earlier about what Hunter was doing, so this board that Hunter was serving on had been investigated, but by the time. Joe Biden came and asked that this prosecutor be removed, that investigation
0: was over. And not just that, that investigation, the, the, the investigator that he was asking to be removed, everybody from multiple countries Every. agreed he was corrupt. Everybody
1: in the Western world thought that this guy was super ineffective and yes. we're all kind of like in agreement, diplomats. Everyone that he right. needed to go, so it's not like right. every it was like everyone
0: was so sad to see him go. People were actually right. really glad and excited to see right. this guy go, so that somebody new could be appointed. That right. let's be honest, if Hunter Biden is doing some shady shit, that new investigator should be able to look into it and figure that stuff out.
1: And but they, at this time, it had already been decided that there was nothing going okay, on.
0: But I'm gonna play devil's advocate a corrupt investigator decides nothing is going on, I don't know that I can trust him. Okay. Now, I also want to point out the fact that, and it's not just Hunter Biden that is doing this. Well, I know, There's lots of people in Washington that is full of circles like this. Okay. I will
1: clarify by saying that Hunter was so far removed from the investigation because he had already resigned. Okay. So he wasn't part of the investigation. Because what's 50 grand to... Hunter Biden.
0: I don't know. It seemed like a lot of fucking money. With, <laughs> Alexa, what's 50,000 times 12? 50,000 times 12 is 600,000. $600,000 a year to a, to be a member of a board right? in a country that you have no interest in. He's not from the Ukraine. But He's it's, never it's, lived there. Hold up. Okay. And also, he doesn't have a background in this industry. It was a gas company, and
1: he did have expertise on sitting on the board so this is not a government company. It's an
0: It's, it's not. No, it's a private
1: company. I agree. Where he was sitting on the board of this gas company and he was getting paid 50 grand a month. He had the expertise. No one's was handed. I, to see, him. I don't see where you have the expertise. Why 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 do you feel like he doesn't have the expertise? Because
0: everything I've read said he did not have experience in this industry.
1: So it's like if you know how Amazon all of a sudden has started hiring political staff to lobby mm-hmm. on their behalf, and so does Google. Okay. it's Politics is not their industry, but they're vested in politics to okay. a certain extent. Okay, I can see so that. Like I can see that. You can, it might not be your
0: field, but those experiences translate. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. But I can also, you know, if you're playing devil's advocate, having the son on a board of a company that is trying to do business with the U.S. can be a little shady. That being said, the Trump family is doing this shit all left and right. I mean, Fuck the tr- president's son-in-law is trying to get peace in the middle east and what the fuck does he know and at this point you know, how, i mean so if, if we had nepotism laws that mattered how many of them would have been violated by exactly mouth? exactly so i can understand someone questioning this stuff okay that being said all the things that have been looked into prove nothing But what becomes a concern is the fact that he's not asking Zelensky to work with just members of the U.S. government. He's asking him to meet with his personal lawyer or the person he claims is his fucking personal lawyer. Mm -hmm. That's where it stops being in the interest of the U.S. government and in the interest of... Mr. I.M. Trump. Right,
1: because this motherfucker is using the influence of the Oval Office to exactly. get dirt
0: on his primary opponent. Exactly. Okay, so now we have that phone call with Zelensky on the 25th. The next day, July 26th, is when senior White House officials intervene to lock down all records of that phone call and load the transcripts into a separate electronic server, according to the whistleblower's complaint. Mm -hmm. And the thing about that is that it was locked down into one of the highest levels of security electronic servers. And there was nothing about that call that had that. And you know there was nothing about that call that had that because they released the fucking transcripts to the American people. If this was the highest level of national security, you wouldn't have released that shit. And you can even tell, even if you thought that it did, and you released it, when we look at it, we can see it fucking didn't. But here's the thing. So this is just them trying to cover the president's ass, which is another fucking problem. I'm doing a poor job at it. Oh, yes. Because nothing in those
1: transcripts vindicated him whatsoever. No,
0: because you fired anybody that knows what the fuck they're doing, and anyone that knows anything about... Politi- not politics, but how to properly work in a government business mm-hmm. or government role mm-hmm. won't touch this fucking administration with a 10-foot pole. That is right. Okay, so that was July 26th. Hop on over, flip the calendar to the next month. We're going to go visit the Leos in August 12th <laughs> <laughs> when the whistle report, whistleblower puts their report out that is an, quote, urgent concern, end quote, To the Inspector General for National Intelligence, Michael Atkinson, the New York Times and the Washington Post both say that the Ukraine call and whistleblower complaint are related, which we know this at this point. right? So a
1: little trivia for you. Did you know that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was on that call? Mm-hmm. and then he got caught in the lab during an interview where he tried
0: to pretend like he wasn't on that call oh with CNN. God. CNN is raking all the shit. Oh, my God. Everybody's trying to be Mariah Carey over here going, I don't know her. I wasn't on that call. I don't know that call. But
1: listen, CNN's cup runneth over, bitch. They spilling all the tea. They got Rudy Giuliani caught up on Cuomo. Now they got Mike Pompeo caught up on live camera trying to pretend like he didn't know that he was on the fucking phone call. He was there and basically tried to turn a blind eye to this. And I'm so... The people who are around the president in the lengths that they're willing to go to, like, hide all of this bullshit. It's like, none of these people are fit to serve.
0: They're like, not. Give they're me not. a
1: fucking Mitt Romney at this point. Right? Somebody with a goddamn backbone.
0: You know what I mean? It's, oh, it's so much carry on, right? I know. So then, roughly two weeks later, August 26th. After a preliminary review, the inspector general finds the complaint credible and reports it to the acting director of national intelligence, Joseph McGuire. Mm -hmm. So then we jump to September 9th, when the inspector general reports the complaint without its substance to House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff, Mm -hmm. who's a fucking boss. Mm -hmm. And the inspector general says that McGuire disagreed that the complaint merits Urgent concern, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. which would have required reporting to congressional intelligence committees within seven days. Meanwhile, also on September 9th, three House chairmen Schiff, mm-hmm. the Foreign Affairs Chairman Elliot Engel from New York, and Oversight and Reform Chairman Elijah Cummings from Maryland they announce a wide-ranging investigation into the dealings with Ukraine by Trump and his personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani. Then on September 17th, the inspector general tells Schiff that McGuire and the Justice Department have told him not to report the substance of the complaint to Congress. So then two days later, on September 19th, this is where... So from September 17th, shit is rampant. Boom, boom, boom. And that's why that's you guys fine. have whiplash. Because you're like, boom boom, 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 boom. Pop, 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 pop. But y'all need right? a neck brace. I know. Exactly. Uh, so September 19th, we have the House Intelligence Committee meets behind closed doors with Atkinson, mm-hmm. who doesn't disclose details about the complaint. And then we have D-Day, or should I call it P-Day, when... On September 24th, Pelosi announces that the House will begin the formal impeachment inquiry into Trump. Yep. And that's the culmination of a months-long investigative battle between Democrats and the White House that came to a head over his efforts to press Zelensky into investigating the Bidens. And
1: honestly, if Nancy had not come out with the impeachment proceedings, I was done. Right. I was fucking done because this was the straw that broke Michelle's back, honey. Oh, my God. I was done. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Because this is one of the
1: very many impeachable offenses that this fucker has committed. And if no
0: one says it's wrong, if Democrats don't say it's wrong, then who's going to? And the thing is, is that we know, and I, I hate... I worry sometimes that Democrats sound like Republicans when we go back to, but the remote, but the Mueller report is there, but the emails or but Benghazi, but the Mueller report, but the Mueller report, but it did talk about the fact that while they couldn't convict him of a crime, there is some shit because we can say that he's not not guilty. No, it's they, up to y'all to say he's
1: guilty. What they said was that they couldn't make a judgment right. of guilt or innocent. Because the office, his office did not have the powers to decide that or to bring any charges. But we're telling you that there's some shit that's fucked up but happened. Y'all would
0: just read this thing I wrote out for 5,000 pages. 447
1: pages. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: and we're telling you there's some shit
1: that's fucked up happened here. Look into it. Of which, it goes back to what I was telling you that... I'm kind of glad that this is removed from the Mueller report because they would have been whistling too. and blowing bells and doing all sorts of shit. This is something
0: entirely fucked up and entirely separate. Right. It is, but it isn't. But it In isn't. the sense that it's that same playbook. It establishes
1: okay. a pattern
0: of criminal activity. It is. And Michelle, if you're listening, you're going to be so proud of me for pulling out this sports ball reference. Oh, we're getting rid of the sports we're ball get- Girl, let's Pull hold hands. hands. Let's sports. ball. Okay, well we sports ball. Look, when you're fourth and fifteen and the game is on the line. That's so good I don't even know what it means. If you run a flea flicker, I don't even it know what that before, means. You run that fucking flea flicker again. Yes, bitch! You, you sound like you know what you're talking about, because
1: I don't even know what that means. Mama, I know you're proud of me because <laughs> I knew that reference. So if you're doing something in sports ball and sports If it ball. worked, coach.
0: Run the play again. And don't that's and what they're trying to do. Don't mean Throw me in. Throw me in. I know me. how to do a flea flicker. Whatever that means. is all good. But it's my favorite <laughs> move just because I like the sound flea of it. <laughs> my husband. <laughs> Sidebar, y'all. Um, that sounds like a sex toy. When, <laughs> when my husband is watching football and someone runs a flea flicker, he will pause it, rewind it, and say, come in here, baby, look. It's and a flea, flea, flea flicker.
1: Yeah, that definitely sounds like a sex toy. But that's a different pod.
0: That's a different pod, and it's not with me. (laughs) All right. Okay, so that's what we're saying is that this is the same shit they were doing with Russia. The only difference is Russia was like, we might be able to get you stuff about Hillary. And they were like, oh my God, I totally want it. That's your best
1: red voice from Orange is the New Black. It
0: is, it is. It's really good. It is. It's also my... Son-in-law's mom. It all goes together. (laughs) But that's what they did. And the difference was back then, the reason why they were able to say there's no... That they hadn't colluded with them is because they weren't asking for stuff. They were just receptive, getting it. Yeah. This time, they're like, oh, well, we'll just ask for it. And directly.
1: Exactly. It's exactly exactly what it is, what they want. And then the criminal element of it is... It's not even really okay, yeah, you asked for some shit. Okay, yeah, that's fucked up. But where it gets really, really fucked up, it's where you're withholding aid. It's called quid pro quo. quo. It's where you're withholding aid that has already been administered by Congress to go much needed aid, mm-hmm. right? And then you say, But you know, we need you to do us a favor though. I exactly. mean that that's the other
0: the other story. But again. So remember July 18th is when we suspended the aid to Ukraine. July 2015. 2015- Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? That's it's me- the Leo, no, that okay. wine is Leo. lit. Leo. Leo, Leo. why this are you trying to get me drunk? Take Leo. advantage Leo of me. Leo didn't
1: get anything that was under 13.6. He knows. He, like he said he he knew what time it was. And
0: here's the thing. It's a lot harder to share a bottle with two people than it is with three. Cheers and to even you, Even though Leo. Michelle is doing, Missy is doing her best. To drink two-thirds of this bottle it's not quite working out well okay bad. so just a reminder we have the 18th of july is when we suspended the u.s aid to ukraine the 25th of july is when we're like you little do me a little something something i might be able to hook you up with that aid mm-hmm. okay so you can't say that those two things aren't connected well no they are they are connected And you know why they're connected? Because fucking Rudy told us they're connected. (laughs) On live fucking television. On all the live televisions. He's on every fucking
1: channel all the time telling you. So my favorite thing about this, and I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself here, was Rudy basically like, Admitting to this and then taking it back and then the president going, there's nothing wrong with that. I did what I was doing in my capacity as president. What the fuck is the big deal? Until they realize that, oh, it's a big deal. And now it's like a whole Democrat conspiracy. But you've already admitted to this shit. Right. You said you did it. And now you're like, but Pence Pence <laughs> but, did it. <laughs> right. Because, no, and did you see him trying
0: to throw him under the he bus? He did. He put Pence straight up under Four wheels at once. And
1: for somebody who doesn't like snitching, didn't he say that you know what we used to do to snitches or spies back in the day was basically exactly. execute them? He's basically saying, if you have to investigate me, that means you're investigating Pence. Bitch, I'm not losing sleep over that. Any motherfucker in this administration can get investigated on exactly. any day.
0: Exactly. And also, as much of a mobster as you want to be, you think you would be like, snitches get stitches. No, you are the biggest snitch in he this bitch. He is bit. the biggest snitch the biggest in this bitch. The biggest snitch in the bitch.
1: That's what we're calling the episode. No. The biggest it's snitch biggest in this bitch. bitch. Okay.
0: So, then we move. Where the hell were we? Okay, we were at <laughs> we're September so 24th. Drunk. A day later. Because shit is flying. Boom, 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 boom. September 25th is when the DOJ released the five-page summary of that 30-minute conversation with Trump and Zelensky. Okay. And so I know a lot more of y'all read that five-page summary because it wasn't the 5,483 pages that was the Mueller report. 440. Whatever, bitch. Okay. Then the next day, because shit is happening at Rapid Fire, the whistleblower's complaint that has sparked the impeachment inquiry against Trump is released, it reveals deep concern that the president, quote, used the power of his office, end quote,
1: You don't to say. solicit
0: foreign help to discredit one of his main political rivals during that July telephone call with the president of Ukraine, which we already outlined, mm-hmm. the whistleblower who has not been identified publicly, thank God, because we want to protect this person. That's why they're a fucking whistleblower and they didn't go public. But so let's talk about that for a second before you move forward. Well, let me finish the sentence. Went on to detail efforts by senior White House officials to later quote lock down end quote access to all records of the July 25th call with Ukraine President Zelensky, in which Trump urged his counterpoint counterpart, sorry, to investigate Democratic President Kinsel candidate <laughs> candidate Joe Biden.
1: Okay, no so that's
0: when we find out all that shit. Okay, so let's discuss. Okay, so that was Friday. It's now Monday. So let's discuss. Let's discuss. First of all, have you been paying
1: attention to so much attention, so much attention to the effort that the White House is putting into trying to uncover who the whistleblower is?
0: Yes, there have been threats against this person.
1: And it this is, is illegal. Terrifying. It is illegal under federal this is a federal offense. So the president of the United States from the Oval Office, the highest office in the land, is basically threatening to out if he finds out who he is and is actively trying to find out who this person is. Mm -hmm. And this whistleblower person has to come out to Congress and testify pretty soon. And
0: I am deathly afraid. I'm so scared. I'm uh, so what is, scared for this person's life. If
1: you have a president who's willing to go on record telling us, "Oh, you know what we used to do? We used to execute snitches," and then say that he's actively looking for this person, man, I don't, I don't know what to. Can he fucking
0: testify via Skype with like a bag over his head? Right. Or because here's the thing. Okay, let's let's just let's take a walk down memory lane for a moment, shall we, people? Let's All right, do- drunk delegates. Fill up your glass. Mm. All right. Before we take a trip down memory lane, we're going to pause real quick for a refill.
1: Bitch, I need a drink.
0: Okay. And you know what? We don't even have to pause. We're going to let the people hear us get our refill because we have finished one bottle and we are going to save the other bottle for when Michelle comes back. Yes,
1: because Leo did such a good job of picking wine, I would feel awful for not letting her taste. And we saved the like the mall back for last, so we'll definitely be talking about that on the next episode. Just to keep you guys like Leo is sponsoring two episodes worth of wine. Oh, oh my god! Here for it. So Ray, we're because this is hard shit. We're some hard shit. We're going into some hard shit, and we're going into some moonshine. But it's also fall. It's also fall. And, but this is, baby, this is not just moonshine, honey. This is pecan pie flavor moonshine. And y'all
0: southerners, come on, help me with
1: that. It's pecan pie, it like pe- not no
0: pecan pie.
1: What did I say, pecan No, you said it right. Oh, so pecan, but the pie.
0: northerners, y'all might be calling it pecan pie. Oh, pecan.
1: No, I don't want a pea or a can, honey. I want pecan. Yes. This is delicious. I popped this, and the aroma from this thing is amazing. First of all, the thing is 50 proof. Twenty-five percent alcohol by volume. I couldn't be more authentic if somebody made it in their damn toilet cell in jail, honey. This shit is so fucking good. Oh my gosh.
0: And I found this in the little hole in the wall place in Springfield, Missouri.
1: So it is I, I mixed mine with a little Coke Zero. It yes. tastes like like pa. It's it, and It's
0: delish. It,
1: it even overwhelms the Coke. You can't even taste the Coke. It just kind of like mellows it down. And this is made by Backwood Liquors. liqueurs, Excuse me. Backwood liqueurs. And I don't know who manufactures. It's bottled by MBW Brands here in Dallas, Texas. Oh, really? So you put
0: it in Missouri, but so this is a, a homegrown bottle, baby. Oh, my gosh. It goes all the way around. Yes, and
1: one of the things that they say on the back of their bottle is that in the 1920s prohibition, it gave birth to an American tradition and inspiration for backwoods liqueur. And that this craft recipe, once only available to a select few, is now available on the market. And it is quality, not quantity. And when I tell you that it might as well just be basically pie juice in a bottle, it is exactly... it is. This is dangerous. This is that type of shit that'll get you passed out and your friends having to put you in a wheelbarrow to take you
0: home. Oh my god! This
1: is what time we on right now. Okay.
0: Well, I think I'm going to have to have a little get bit. Get you sense. Some sense. We are recording at Ray Casa. Ray Casa. And so I don't have to drive home.
1: Ray. I mean, the vanilla. I mean, it is it's it is just, whoo. I mixed it with Coke, but you could drink this on ice. And I almost mm. wish I had. I rushed to judgment. I was like, oh, it's Moonshine. I'm going to get fucked up. I should have. Moonshine liqueur. Liqueur. Not liquor. L- not liquor. Liqueur.
0: Oh, it's delicious. This
1: is so delicious. It's, it's pie in a wine glass, basically. Let's get back to the And you shapes. can just smell it. Mmm. Mmm. The aromas. The vanilla. The pie. The pecan. If
0: anybody's ever wanted to drink or eat a Bath and Body Works candle, this is it. This is it. That's it. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so I wanted to take us down a stroll down memory lane. So think back over this stupid fucking Trump administration. We have had a man who sent bombs to Nancy Pelosi, Cory Booker, Mm -hmm. Beto O'Rourke, Maxine Waters. Right. I am missing people. I believe Obama. Right. Uh, So we had that. Crazy lunatic in Florida. With Obama, I think it was some tainted mail of sorts. Okay, tainted mail. Okay, so all of that from Florida man. Hashtag Florida man, because you know you can always count on a Florida man to be fucking up some shit. Florida. Okay, that dude got convicted. We then had a former member of the Coast Guard who was arrested before. Before he had a chance to do his fuck shit. Right. But had his list of people that included many of the same people I've just mentioned. Right. Uh, side note, that first person, the Florida man, also sent things to different news channels. True. So we had that as well. Okay. We have had a lunatic shoot up El Paso because of Trump rhetoric. We... I am probably missing things. You're missing there are a couple. Other, but,
1: but the so point, the point that is... say, he has energized a lot of
0: loonies. loonies. Right.
1: The loonies.
0: The loonies. Okay. And the loonies do not need to be energized. Right. Can we just sedate them? <laughs> Can we lock them in the basements or wherever? Because... We don't need them now having a new target, a.k.a. the whistleblower. Right. And that is what I am terrified of that we are going to have.
1: And to clarify, because I know there's somebody out there listening going, oh, the loonies, it is such stigma against people with mental health. No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about people with mental health issues. We're talking about loonies. Right. And it is a disservice to put those two people in exactly. the same category. Because people will suffer science tells it that the majority of people will suffer from mental health, are not violent, are just trying to make it day-to-day and be the best people they can be.
0: Exactly. They are more of a threat to themselves than they, others. They,
1: and they're trying to do what they can to see the next day, and just there are some of the strongest people out there. The loonies are the people who have concocted all these ideas in their heads and want
0: to harm other people based on their ideologies. Exactly. So that is my fear: is that this whistleblower is in danger because oh he's of in great Fucking rhetoric, yeah.
1: He when we have a president who feels so comfortable going on live TV where we can all see you showing your ass, like your whole orange ass is on display, with you telling everybody that you're actively seeking out this person. You're a
0: huge orange flat ass. Ugh. Okay, so that was the twenty sixth. Then you're thinking. Well, that's plenty, right? I mean, oh, it was Friday. But wait. But then there was today. <laughs> Which, by the way, I feel like I have perfected the noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because you're drinking Woolwich well, try. Okay. Today. What happened today, Ray? Well, lots of things happened today. First, we found out that Trump tried to pull this same old shit down under with Australia. He went down under and tried, tried to just... To- he tried to talk to a man who came from
1: down under. He tried to do some download shit down under. I, I cannot. And one of the things, I hate to celebrate his foolery, but for all the people who are in the background screaming, Democrats are just looking for something. Well, here it is. We're not, We're looking, not looking for him. This shit is falling in our fucking place. Hey, it is.
0: You're handing it to us. And just like this- Jason Momoa gets <laughs> pussy falling in front of him. This is what we've got. Is this shit keeps falling in
1: front of our fucking face? But what's even more important is that this is establishing a pattern. As though people try to make it seem like the Russia investigation was a misunderstanding or an anomaly of saw of swords and that we weren't we were trying to make up or conjure up shit that wasn't really there. How do you explain the rest
0: of the shit? Exactly. And now that we have Australia from Donald, mate. Got that. We're going to have other countries because they're already looking in to see what other fucking places he's been calling. So, I have a question for you. So, Rudy Rudy was subpoenaed today to handle all of his shit. Do you think he'll handle say oh, That's my other thing that happened today. Yeah. The House Intelligence Committee has subpoenaed Trump's, quote, personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani for documents related to the Ukraine controversy, and they have to be turned over by October 15th.
1: How much do you want to bet that this is when he'll finally come out and say he's not actually his lawyer? Because Rudy is not known for being stupid. He was very regarded for being an intelligent person prior to this. He's a former prosecutor, elected office in New York. This was a man who was regarded for his intelligence and his public service, who has allowed
0: Trump to just, like, get dirty up his name I don't know what happened to Rudy Giuliani now you're but a young whippersnapper I'm a whippersnapper you're a whippersnapper and I wish my fellow old ass person was here with me today but we remember the good times of Rudy Giuliani the good times when he was America's mayor oh he was America's mayor you were a baby during 9-11 9-11 yes I would have been 11 11 yeah okay so you probably don't remember a lot of this stuff. You remember the overarching things that happened, but not details, probably. I do because
1: being the political person that I am, I always finished eleven. I was
0: watching CNN at eleven. Okay. And I do remember
1: his actions and how he rallied New York. He right rallied afterwards. New York. He rallied America. And he basically set precedent for how people in America were going to take it. I do remember okay. that much.
0: Yeah, And many of us remember, uh it was probably about two I think it was two weeks later. Hell, it might have been September thirtieth because that would have been the ironic thing. Was that he appeared on SNL and basically gave us permission to laugh again? Yes, and that was one of the most pivotal moments until. Like, I'm getting fucking no. I remember right. It was. It was an
1: emotional. It was one of those things that went down in history that, like, it made it okay for America to move on.
0: Yes, right. So this was. This was the man. This was the first Republican that I thought, if he runs for president, I might vote for him.
1: How far did it fall, darling? Because he suddenly has fallen.
0: And I don't understand it. Like, shit, my eyes are still I watery. Know. Look at me. I'm I glassy-eyed. Glassy. I'm glassy-eyed over here. Is yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it because the moonshine is so it's good? It's not the
0: moonshine. It's It's, it's emotional. emotional. Right. It is.
1: Because he, Giuliani,
0: is- of 18 years ago is not the fucking freak that appears On every news story, trying to fight Cuomo, telling people to shut up on national news. And why is Trump worth that? I don't know. It does not make sense. And I remember Cuomo telling him
1: on the interview where he lost his shit, he was like, Rudy, the reputation that you have had, you have a couple of more chances to bring yourself back. Yeah. But you're pretty much going down in history as a fluke. Like, it, we don't, what is happening? What is it about Trump that takes a man who was admired, who has done this great thing, an American hero, mm-hmm. and brings him down to a pebble of crap? What has, what kind of influence, what is it about this president? It's become a broken flip flop. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like limping along. You kinda of like doing that thing. You're still dragging it because you don't want to go completely barefoot. But you can't wait until you get to the house so you can put that shit in the trash.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I <laughs> We're so drunk. Oh my god. I'm still so tearing up about Rudy oh, from that uh, the... Ah! Uh, what is it about this president that makes people act the way that they act? Especially I don't the Republicans. Know. It's almost as if we're living two different realities. I just, I cannot, Ray. I, I'm ready for this era in politics to be
0: over. I am, and I, I look back and see so many people. I don't know if we'll have anything to pot about, but I don't fucking know. You know what? (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna be here to tell you that if shit goes bad, or sorry, if shit goes so well that politics is not a nightmare, we will have two new pods.
1: But we'll have two new pods.
0: Missy and Michelle will start their sex talk podcast that they've been talking about for almost a year now. After Dark. After Dark with the two Missies, Two Girls, One Pod. What? We're still working on a name. The with the Michelles. Two I don't Girls, know.
1: One Pod is my shit,
0: though. <laughs> it's probably been taken off to look into that. If y'all are interested in Two Girls, One Pod, please let us know. Comment below. Uh, and then you and I will have our true crime. We'll have our true crime. We'll still. Drunk bitches getting over our true crime. But
1: I don't think this, this era in politics will be over because if we elect a Democrat, it'll be the Republicans doing all the fuck shit to legitimize a democratically elected Democrat. So we'll, we'll see, Ray.
0: I don't, I, I want things to go back to a day where it was no, not so hyper political because I do. I mean, like when we were sitting here talking about the Hunter, biden thing mm-hmm. you know i'm sitting here going yeah it is fucked up that you might potentially have somebody on here whose only re- qualification is their proximity to power that's fucked up but that's- it was it was never determined that that was his qualification i know but what i'm saying is is that if that is the case that is a horrible position that our 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 world is i in. feel
1: you but it was never the case the the that case that you're thinking of applies more to Trump and his children. That's too. Hunter is well established in his field. He's a career person, and he did. He certainly does not need Joe to get a job. Now, them children of of Trump's children that can't even like stand without looking like they're lizard people. They they fucking <laughs> they need they need Daddy's influence to get a fucking job because who else do, Who else are they working for other than Daddy? is <laughs> true. Ivanka had to let a whole empire go Shoes, She clothes, hasn't all let it go. That.
0: She hasn't let it go. She's still doing all that shit probably from an office in the White House.
1: But to to accuse Hunter of some benefiting of some form of nepotism when he's actually known for being someone who works and does things outside like outside of what his dad does is starkly different from what the Trump kids are doing.
0: Yeah, for sure. The
1: Trump for kids sure. are part of the administration. I know,
0: and if if nothing else, even if the shit with Hunter was suspect, Trump would should be the last person to want to be looking into it because you can't. It's like me calling somebody fat and trying to talk about their shit. Like, look, I'm overweight. I'm not one to be picking on anybody for their size. You know what I mean? Like, nobody
1: has seen you. Ray is a skinny, twenty three, five of six.
0: 28. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm 23, 46. <laughs> Jesus. But you know what I'm saying? Like you, it's pot calling the kettle black. Right. And it makes no sense for him of all people to be talking about somebody getting a position of power because of their proximity to power. But
1: it's not even really that. It's all about trying to dig up some dirt to it win is, an election. It, is, it has it nothing is,
0: to do whether he feels because like. Because he couldn't it. find any dirt on Biden. Because all Biden's dirt's out there. Look, I hug and fuck up on those people. I like his... Not fuck. I'm sorry. He didn't, I didn't kiss up and smell up on some Correct people. the record for the press, vice sorry. president. Joe Biden, don't come at me after me. I'm sorry. Keep your teeth in your mouth. Okay. And <laughs> if you really want to go at Joe,
1: there are plenty of things that have nothing to do with Hunter. Joe did have that little thing where he was inappropriate with people. But you can't, he can't really go at him at that because Joe owned that. But also, so does Trump. <laughs> But in a different manner, right? Like in a different manner. Joe owned the fact that, like his, he was being affectionate. It might have been inappropriate. He didn't hide from it. Meanwhile, Trump hides from all of the very inappropriate shit he that he, he has does. done. But he gets a pass for all of these things. He does. Um, so suffice to say that there's not much that Trump could find on Joe. So he had to, he had to go all across and withhold aid and do illegal things just to get at someone who's. We're still. Was not yeah. even
0: won the primary yet. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. We are done with these two topics. Oh my god. From god. hell. Oh my god. Mm. So before we finish with horribleness, mm. Michi. Yes. Yeah. Am I going to have to sing
1: my own asshole? <laughs> Am I going to have to sing my own asshole because Michelle
0: is not here? Uh Okay. So I'm going to try to make my voice sound like two voices. Okay. You an asshole, baby. You an asshole. You an asshole, baby. You an asshole. Uh, you an asshole, baby. You an asshole. <laughs> that was so
1: bad. Oh, my God. This is awful. Ugh. This is, is my bae going to be able to make up for it? I hope so. This one really breaks my heart to report, and I'm not going to go as hard on this, because I truly don't know the circumstances, but okay. because of the repercussions of things like this, it's that stem from these sort of situations is a reason why I'm awarding asshole to a young black girl.
0: And you know that that hurts. I know. I think I know this story. Go um,
1: ahead. this, this really, truly, I don't under I don't know the circumstances. I don't know what this young child could be going through or whatever it is. But it goes back to the whole thing where I was talking about earlier, me and you, Ray, when we're talking about impact versus intent. We've talked about that a lot. we talked about that a lot is that sometimes you don't mean to do shit, but the impact is going to happen either way. Mm-hmm. So for you guys who don't remember, there was a 12 year old African American girl. Who claimed that three white classmates had pinned her down and cut her dreadlocks. And this became a whole thing. I mean, people were rallying behind her. Those rallying cries were all upset. Like, norm- because that's what we're supposed to do when we hear something like this. Right. Is to be, how could you tie someone down, a young black girl, cut her hair, and do all of the things that shit in this society we're trying to get away from. destigmatizing stigmatizing black hair. And... Just trying to get young black girls to live their best lives without people mm-hmm. judging them. And I'm not going to go too hard on this young lady because, I, like I said, I don't know. One, she's underage. And two, I don't know what she's going through. But what I'm more so troubled by is the circumstances that are going... like The repercussions of this. after Because people are always looking for a reason not to believe black people when they mm-hmm. say things. And... When, and so, not
0: just black people, to not believe women and young
1: women. I mean, young women, right. It's like when someone comes out and gives fake rape allegations, yes. it hurts all the other people behind them who have all of these rape allegations. So this is one of those things where it truly hurts. And I know that this is, geez, this is my second week giving a black woman an asshole of the week for someone who is like always being accused of, like, why do you always give all the white people an asshole? But Red is right. Wrong is wrong, mm-hmm. and that's something that we live by here at DBAP. Is that we call it like it is. This is not a bakery. call them as we see them. We don't sugarcoat uh, no shit. This ain't no bakery, and we don't sugarcoat. So the young lady admits, and it has been confirmed that when she accused them of allegations of assault, they have now been prov- proven to have been false. Um, Stephen Danish, who was the head of Emanuel Christian School, said in a statement on Monday, Amari Ellen, who was the one that told CNN and other news outlets, the three white boys at the school in Springfield, Virginia, pinned her to a playground slide and cut her dreadlocks, calling her hair nappy and ugly. And the family was devastated when this happened. But they actually released a statement today after all of this came to light, and I feel, so, I feel so bad. I don't even know if this should be an asshole. I just feel so upset by the whole thing because they were trying to stand by. This young lady in the community was trying to stand mm-hmm. by her. So they had to issue an apology. And what they said was, we're so embarrassed and we're so sorry. She said that her niece had had a verbal dispute with the boys but embellished the story. And they said that to those young boys and their parents we sincerely apologize for the pain and anxiety these allegations have caused. That's what the Allen family said, which is the young girl's family. And they said to the administrators and families of Emmanuel Christian School, we're sorry for the damage this incident has done to trust within the school family and the undue scorn it has brought to the school. To the broader community who rallied in such passionate support for our daughter, we apologize for betraying your trust. We understand there will be consequences, and we're prepared to take responsibility for them. We know that it will take time to heal, and we hope and pray that the boys and their families and the school um, and the broader community will be able to forgive us in time. And the reason why I'm so frustrated by this is that the consequences of people who will suffer racism or prejudice or anything like this, there'll always now be that doubt of what if this person is lying and what if this is going on, and I don't want to chastise this young lady, but right is right and wrong is wrong because now what you have done is that you have basically set precedent for doubt for people who truly do suffer from things like this. And she's a young girl and I truly believe in reform, but this is wrong.
0: But why? I this is the thing when I hear stories like this, like with I mean, I can't help but think of Jessie Smollett you know, with his or, story. Or as
1: Dave Chappelle would call him, Juicy Smoulier. Oh my
0: God, that's so <laughs> fucking funny. But, you know. With Why? His, with his story, you go, okay, celebrity, he's trying to do something. You know, what is there to gain? And then for this young girl, you think, okay, is she covering up something that she did to her parent? Well, but Okay, so even if she just cut off her own dread for the heck of it. Did she so worry that her parents... I, I can't even I think, wrap my mind around I what was happening. I think what
1: it was is that, like, maybe there was just a tip or an argument. And then she was like, you motherfuckers gonna learn today. And then I don't know what happened. Okay. But what Who I'm... Who knows, yeah. What I have the most quarrel here with... I know kids argue in school. There's also back and forth. It's the young lady not understanding the repercussions of her mm-hmm. actions. This is gonna go beyond you being punished and being thrown out of school or whatever... It is going to cause the victims that come behind you, who are legitimate victims of this sort of kind of abuse, to not be believed. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I'm giving this young lady asshole of the day, is because the repercussions are so already in a society where people don't believe girls, like you said, right. or believe women of color. Right. To then hand over leverage like this for people to say, well, that because this we're not going to ever be able to stop hearing about this.
0: No. And also, there are, and this is not just with this case, but any of those things where journalists report things that end up needing to be re- re- corrected, right? or what's the other word I'm looking for? Retracted. Yeah. Retracted. Is there is like 25% of the people that heard the original story mm-hmm. hear the retraction. Right. And so, for a lot of people, they are going to remember that these boys, these white boys, cut a black girl's dreads. Right. And so, I mean, luckily, most of those kids are younger, so we don't know all their names, you right. know, aside right. from this girl whose name was out there because she provoked the story. Right. Is, but if it's a story like this and it's someone older, you have that repercussion that imagine that you are that white boy who just was an asshole to a classmate. Right. Not because she's black, Not because she has dreads. You didn't say any of these hateful, racist things. Or it could have been the fact that
1: it was that she was. We don't know. But the fact that is, we don't know the circumstances, but lying is wrong. Right. Exactly. Lying, the quarrel that I have with this whole story, I'm not discounting that the fact that there could have been some bullying or some racial things going on. I'm not discounting that. I don't know. You're right. But what we do know is that she lied. Right. And that is wrong. Right. Um, and the kind of president that this sets is not okay for, like I said, victims will come behind her, women, women mm-hmm. of color, black women. And this young lady has a long way to go as far as like doing some therapy. And mm-hmm. basically, yeah, she's going to have to apologize. I'm all for that. For, I, I sit here and I talk about all the time about, protecting black people and not tarnishing black people's reputations and not living up to stereotypes and not doing all that, that doesn't mean that I'm for that happening to anybody else. No, no. is And I think what most people think when people talk about Black Lives Matter or talk about giving black people justice is that that means that injustice to me means injustice to someone else. That's not what that means. This is wrong. This is wrong on any level. And the young lady has to do a lot of work to get herself on the right path. And her family, I know, is devastated given by the response that they gave to the news. But I hope that she learned a very important lesson. And I think I'm sure this thing will follow her around for a while. Because Mm -hmm. it's going to be hard for anything that comes out of her mouth to ever be believed moving forward. And this is going to be a black cloud over her for a
0: while. And I hope she... Okay, so she... Was there a police report involved? Do you remember? I believe
1: there okay. was there was assault charges Okay, in.
0: so I hope that she ends up having to get some kind of community service. Mm-hmm. Because no one should... Like you said, a lie is a lie. Nobody should falsify police reports because it's a waste of the police's time. It's It takes, like you said, it takes away from true victims. But I would love to see her have to serve in a battered women's shelter or something like that to see where these are the true victims mm-hmm. of the things that you claimed happened to you right you need to understand the ju- the seriousness of the allegations you made all right and so i
1: hate to say it but young lady
0: you asshole
1: you're you're the asshole of the week but i don't think that you're beyond redemption but you have to do something about this you made an asshole move you made an asshole move and you're normally not an when- asshole.
0: But you made an, an asshole, asshole move.
1: And normally with younger people, I believe in redemption because they're not old and set in their ways. I'm sorry, not to sound ageist. But, yeah, you're kind of the asshole. You're you're the asshole of this week. Yes. Because this was the asshole mm-hmm. move. And I, I hope redemption. And uh, for the young boys, I, I hope redemption for them. You know, like you said not a lot of people read retractions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I hope that everybody in this story is redeemed, given that they're young children, and we always hope, you know, a bright future for young people. But young lady, And women, I hope
0: it doesn't impact your bias. Right. I mean, we all know how predisposed we are to bias. And this is just
1: the icing on the cake. When something like this happens, of like, this is that one-off, like, well, what about this time? And right. it's black people won't be able to live it down. No. And so you have to be conscious of when you're doing these things about... How they're going to harm other people who come behind you or who have come before you. So, young lady, I give you asshole week, and I'm hoping that it's just for the week and that you go through a long road of redemption Mm -hmm. and that you do the work to be a better person. But other than
0: that, you're the asshole, baby. Agreed. All right. Well, we had a young person who was an asshole. Now, this next, Bay, my Bay, is not nearly as young. <laughs> but, silly young person. So, do right. you want to end on a high note? Oh my god, Can I gotta please do please end on a high <clears throat> note? I gotta clear my
1: throat. Michelle, I hope you're happy. I have to do this without you, you fucking bitch. <clears throat> Raise, bear the day. Raise. Hey. <laughs> my god, I'm so hoarse. Ray, bae, bae, ray. Aw. Damn, my voice is hoarse. It is rough. Ugh, it's rough times, honey.
0: Oh, uh, so this is a story that <sighs> It has sat with me for a little bit, and I think a lot of you have already seen this. So I'm sorry to disappoint you with a not unique story, but in case you didn't see this, I really need you to see hear this story about a homegrown Texas bay. Okay? Oh, get me excited, honey. Um, with a famous person's name. Oh. Alright, so when Satchel Smith's father dropped him off for his shift at Homeward Suites in Beaumont, Texas. Oh, this is the bay though. Yes. Yes. Hurricane Bay. Okay, we're going to Hashtag Hurricane Bay. Come on through bay. Yes, so when Satchel's dad dropped him off at Homeward Suites, Suites in Beaumont, Texas, he expected the day to be like any other. He'd start at 3 p.m., leave around 11, but that was until Tropical Storm turned Depression Imelda unleashed torrential flooding that trapped him and 90 other guests inside that hotel. Damn, and then, Gina. I know. For 32 hours, beginning Wednesday afternoon, this 21-year-old was the hotel's Only employee. He was the cook? He was the cook. He was the maid? He was the janitor. He was the front desk receptionist? He was maintenance man? Yes. He was all of it and then some, honey. He was. And, but to the guests who relied on him for nearly two days, do you know what role he really was? What?
1: Hero. Oh! When a hero comes to the with the strength to carry on. Oh my God. This I so can't sing for shit. <laughs> and
0: I'm hoarse this week. I know. Oh my God. But that is amazing. Yes. Okay, so when he became so famous, when this story became so widespread, is through a post on Facebook because one of the hotel guests Praised his composure in a post on Facebook where she shared it was shared more than 13,000 times. So, while the flooding roads kept his co workers from getting to work, Angela Chandler was saying how Satchel served guests all by himself. Quote, he has manned the phones, answered each of our questions, ensured that we had a hot cup of coffee or tea, and helped serve us to hot breakfast. And he has handled the situation with grace, kindness, and a beautiful smile on his face. Oh, he's a good-looking boy, he, too. Oh, my God. He was such a good-looking young he's man. He was a
1: good-looking man.
0: So, for someone trapped at work, he seems really cheerful. But privately, the Lamar University track and field star, he felt overwhelmed, he told CNN. It was pretty intense, he said. Mm-hmm. So, he was typically positioned behind the front desk. Mm-hmm. But now, as we were kind of joking around... He is now the hotel chef, maintenance man, room service attendant, and any other vacant position that needed filling. He was all the things. Exactly. Even when his experience was lacking. Like, I joke with Mishy that, you know, I'm like, you had five jobs and you still felt lazy. <laughs> well, that was poor little satchel, okay? He said, I never worked in a kitchen and I'm not a really good cook. But you know what? He didn't care. He resolved to cook anyway. And he had help. The guests at the hotel helped. Exactly. A guest stepped in to help him serve breakfast. A few others joined them to prepare dinner. They had a simple chicken pasta with garlic bread. He was pleasantly surprised that it tasted good. He said, oh, "I, was telling you I'm I know." Quote: Everyone seemed pretty thankful for it. They said it was pretty satisfying. But
1: I'm always thankful for pasta carbs. And I all know. That oh shit. my god!
0: And it's cooked for you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to cook it in the middle of a flood. Exactly. They're lucky they weren't sitting there eating uh, a canned toast. ravioli toast. So, <laughs> or or as Texas tradition is. A waffle in the shape A of Texas. It right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But outside, the highways were closed and drivers were stuck in their cars. So, our Bay Satchel, hashtag Hurricane Bay. Hurricane Bay. Do you know what my
1: favorite thing about this was? Not only did he make food
0: for the hotel guests there. You're about to cut into my story. Am I cutting into You're it? Cutting it? Into oh my, my God, because I'm so excited yeah. about this. Go ahead. So, While the highways were closed and drivers were stuck in their cars, hashtag Hurricane Bay, Satchel, and the guests braved the flood so that they could bring food and water to the stall truckers. After spending so much time together, this group was bound to band together, he said. The guests were very helpful, and it was basically like a big family. And finally, after this marathon, 32-hour shift, and glowing reviews from guests, Satchel's co worker, singular co worker, came to relieve me. Made it into work Friday morning. Oh my God. He stayed around a few more hours so that he could help her out. He took a brief nap and then he woke up and went right back to to work until his family could safely drive to pick him up. Because even though the hotel avoided the worst of the storm and the flooding was limited to the parking lot, his car wasn't okay. Poor guy. Second time a storm is told about his, hotel, his car. Right. Because he also had it happen in uh, 2017 during Hurricane Harvey. Right, right. But he has managed to find the good in it because his family's home didn't flood. Mm-hmm. He says, quote, everything happened for a reason.
1: So what I wanted to tell you, what yes. I heard, was that not only did What they, I had heard was... What, well, what I had heard was that not only did they serve the truckers, but they also delivered food to the neighboring hotels. Oh, my gosh. That did, so that was one of the things that they were talking about. They were just all around doing... He was just the leader of all of this awesome he shit was the that most was going bay. on. He was the best of the bays. The it's, best of the bays. It was so
0: amazing. Oh, my gosh. So Satchel Smith... Jesus so smash! <laughs> please don't cut this out. This is so great. So Satchel Smith, yes. Hashtag please. Hurricane Bay. Bay. Yes. We love you. I hope they buy him a new car. Oh my God! Yes, they He's should. So deserving. Because if a lot of people would have just said, "Look, my shift's over at 11. because you know, if I'm it gonna
1: was Missy honey, Missy would have grabbed her shit. I would have ran on out to go to them babies, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't sticking Ralphie. No, you would not. <laughs> I would have stayed because <laughs> yes. Stay. I would have been there
0: cooking saza and shit. I know. Getting my African girl on. They'd be like, "What is this? It's what, food. Is, it, is this rice? Is this is mashed potatoes? What is this?" And it's you're food. like, "It's African." Yes. Just Eat it. Just eat. Eats. But that is
1: amazing. <laughs> it's, I'm. That is so <laughs> cool. I love when we end on a high
0: note. Oh my gosh. Huh? Oh, my God. It's so weird to try to end a show without right. Michelle. Oh, my God, Jeez. Michelle. If you are listening, because, yeah, I hope she listens to this show when she's not here. We are missing your presence, and we can't have, wait to have you back next that week. That is true. But... Drunk delegates, we thank you so much we for do. putting up with us as we fumble through this together by ourselves. It is our first time doing this together, but I thought we it
1: did is. really well. I think we did okay. You and I always have a really good conversation. We do. And I think we
0: we, we even went over what we thought we were going to. We do. And just on a side note, y'all don't know this because we don't always talk about where we record, but we're in a transition phase. So we, over the last several episodes, have been like... like Bouncing um, around. We are. We are migrants. So yes. we record in one place, and then we, we recorded one place at Mishy's house, and mm-hmm. we've always recorded in the past at Michelle's house, mm-hmm. and then right now we're recording at my house. And so... Uh, do we'll we'll may- soon have a permanent Yeah, spot. We will still. We are actually should be in November upgrading to actual having our own little studio. And you guys will get better quality, yes. more
1: consistent podcasts. Yes. But today was great, right? It really? And I was. mean, God, Leo. Thank you. Oh, my God, Leo. You're the bae. You're the bae Um, And then we saved the other bottle for next week. so we'll Leo,
0: be- you're our Pinot Noir shooting star. star. Oh, he uh, He, he really, truly is. Thank you, guys.
1: And if you guys want to be as amazing as Leo is, if you want to be a
0: Pinot Noir shooting star and donate wine to the pod, honey, we're always Let us know. I have been looking into setting up a Venmo in case someone feels like that would be an easier thing because... I know, obviously. I think the thing is, like, Cash App now. Cash Uh, App. But I think Venmo is easier for, like, a business to start something up. But we can look into something, either one. If that's something you're down with, you know how to message us on Facebook. Right. You can hit us up at the Gmail, drunkbpolitics at gmail.com. Or if you guys feel like we're ready to start a
1: Patreon for y'all to sponsor a $5 bottle, $10 bottle
0: every month. Let us know. We'll take your money, honey. All right, Ray. Okay, that was bizarre. I just got an alert that Cash App sent me money. And it's also from someone that's a listener, but it's from Unrelated Things. Thanks, Susan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Susan, throw another 10 on that. Hey. <laughs> Ray. Or y'all want to go in on it? I got five I'm on, I'm on it. it. Anyway. <laughs> well, drunk delegates, it was a pleasure. Ray, it was good recording with it was you. So good recording it was with so good. you. So good. So everybody stay drunk, stay tipsy. Stay tipsy, right? Stay my friend. fucked up, and stay political. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Drunk Bitches in Politics. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DBAP Pod. If you have questions or suggestions, email us at drunkbpolitics at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. It's the best way to show your support and spread the word.